So it's Mental Health Awareness Week this week. So I thought we'll just do a one-off podcast to talk about the issue and how we can raise awareness. We all go through mental health problems, or I think that we do. I know I definitely have. I'm 27 years old and yeah, mental health has definitely impacted my life. And I also thought I'll bring a friend who also has suffered from mental health problems. So first off, I'm Beck. I work in the entertainment industry and I have, my whole family has suffered from mental health, like from depression. Um, unfortunately, my uncle, my great grandfather and my grandfather's brother did commit suicide. So it definitely does all run in the family. I've, I've suffered from anxiety myself for a long time, but it has worsened since I've moved to London from Australia two years ago. Yeah. So now I have my friend with me. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, yeah, so I'm Elif. I also work in the media and um, met Rebecca through work and she reached out and asked if I wanted to take part in this podcast and I thought, why not? It's better to talk and better to share and hopefully by the end of this, uh, we would have brought up some issues that people can relate to and also we'll give you some numbers and people to contact if you're struggling at the moment. Definitely, because I feel like you hit the nail on the head there. Not a lot of people talk about it. When you're going through mental health problems, whether it's anxiety or depression, you do feel like you're alone. So this is literally us telling you that you're not alone. You're not alone. We're not saying that we're going to fix every single issue, but you are not alone here if you're listening to this. Um, so have you... So just introduction a little bit to what you're going to be hearing about today. So it is geared to it is geared to anyone that wants to listen, but it is geared to a single woman like ourselves who have struggled with mental health because I feel like when you're single, there is an added pressure because you do feel alone or someone's telling you that you need to date someone. So that is geared to the single woman out there. Um, and also the fact that we're going through a really unusual time at the moment. Of course, we're doing this via Zoom, I think we should say, um, yeah. as we're still in lockdown at the moment in London. Uh, so obviously this is a difficult time for everyone, but we can shed a little bit of light about how we're feeling as being on our own. Uh, I myself are shielding, so I've not been able to have contact with anyone for oh dear 10 weeks now I think it is and you live uh, by yourself don't you I do yes my, with me and uh, uh my two cats quite <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as so the lonely the cat lady yes love that but how does how do you uh, how are you coping with this like living by yourself like are people reaching out to you but you because you can't actually see anyone because you're asthmatic so you're one of on the vulnerable side so how how do you cope with those days about being in lockdown by yourself well you know what I think I finally got into my groove I think for the the first month was probably the hardest because you're you know you go through sort of steps don't you like denial yeah. <laughs> um, before you reach acceptance <laughs> anger etc um so I think as well because I knew that I was on the vulnerable list and had to take this really seriously perhaps even before the rest of the country went into lockdown it yeah. was difficult um yeah I do live alone I live quite far away from my family um and just having your independence taken away from you is is very difficult um mm. you know not being able to just 
go to the shops not being able to you know social life is very important i think if you're single and you live alone whether that's you know going out out or just meeting friends or having people around so to have all of that taken away is you know a big uh is a big change um yeah yeah how have you changed though because i remember we, me and you joke around a lot because we work at a radio station together and i always say every single time i see her which was once a week i loved it but she you would always go out and party so how are you literally what have you has that been a big transition to not being able to like have fun with your friends and have a laugh like how are you changing now are you just doing a lot of zoom like meetings and stuff <laughs> yeah well, you know what at the very beginning um i was quite honest at the fact that i was going to find this hard and had been finding it hard and my friends were really great so once a week we do a zoom party together and have some drinks you know like a virtual friday night also what's been really helpful and again this going back to what we said at the beginning that it's really great to just get things out in the open i think that's the, the if you can get over that initial hurdle you will really yeah. benefit from it so another group of friends people well a friend of mine people that i didn't really know um but that were in the same boat have now we all sort of do a quiz night together as well um so it's just about having a having a support network and perhaps as well extending that past your inner circle and i've actually made a lot of new friends during this surprisingly and once this is all over we're going to meet up so it's yeah it's, it's been good. really positive yeah what about you what have you been up to well i literally i that's what it's kind of like funny because a lot of people were just like oh my god i can't go out but i never went out on the weekends because i work <laughs> full time and I'm like this is the norm to me but so it actually had it's sort of the opposite to me so when this is over and I'm not sure when it will be it's encouraging me to do go to go out a bit more but in terms yeah. of that because all of my friends and family are back at home like I've made lovely amazing friends just like yourself here in the UK and talking oh. to you and stuff has made things so much better but just the thought of me not literally being allowed to go back in my country and my family not allowed to see me here is so painful and I've been really upset I'm not going to lie to you and what gets me through this is just knowing that my me and my dad say this all the time when we're talking because my dad was meant to visit me this year and it's looking like it's not going to happen but we're what we're saying is it's only temporary and if you tell yourself that you don't panic as much because I have gone through days where I've cried. I've gone through days where I felt so down, haven't wanted to speak spoke to anyone. But you just honestly just got to tell yourself that it's just temporary, just temporary, just temporary. And as we do ease the lockdown, go out to see your friends, but in a safe matter, of course, do that separate the two meter separation when you're seeing them, but at least you get to see them. FaceTimes are like the best thing ever. If we didn't have technology, I would have gone crazy. Like I'm FaceTiming. <laughs> everyone i'm calling people like all the time it's just like it's just that's what's getting me going and netflix movies if i watch one more rom-com i'm gonna go crazy <laughs> well yeah netflix i mean tiger king was basically sent to save us during this time i think wasn't it oh yeah um, definitely but uh, as well, you know, I think it's it's about how you look at things, isn't it? And instead yeah. of thinking I'm stuck at home, tell yourself I'm safe at home. You know, it's that that total half 
for cup half full mentality. Yeah, um, 100%. It's okay not to be okay, but also try and be positive. Take this time. You know, I've been doing a lot of DIY, um, you know, buying lots of stuff off eBay, you know, framing pictures that I haven't done before, you know, going through photo albums, getting organized. I think it's the ideal situation to have a real deep spring clean and that also <laughs> helps mentally I find you know cleaning is my big thing as soon as I'm having a bit of a wobble you yeah. know I get get the marigolds on and the scour out <laughs> yeah. and go wild uh which and then by the end of it you've cleared your head and you have a gleaming house so it's really really positive so that would be top tip. <laughs> what would be your top tip to sort of clearing the cobwebs yeah so I would say do things that make you happy so for example with me because I'm a creative go outside do some don't just stay in one room because I have a tendency just to stay in one room and it does wouldn't it wouldn't actually make you depressed but what make what the only thing that I could possibly say is go outside do if you like to read read if you like to go for walks go for walks but also do something that you want to do as you said if you want to do something creative like do that picture framing or if you want to do some writing or if you like fitness, do some fitness outside, do something that you enjoy. And now that you have this time to do it, just do the work. You can still do work, but you just got to do it like outside or something. And at least that can be in mentally in your head. It would tell you that you tick things off. You can't just not do anything throughout the day. But also I've given myself once a week because I am working from home, but once a week do nothing because I do so much. Like what I mean by do nothing, like watch movies, go outside, read a book or read a magazine and stuff. But yeah. also in terms if this is really getting to you, I'm, I'm loud and proud about this. I'm seeing a therapist and I feel like a lot of people don't talk about their problems because they're all there they might be a bit embarrassed or ashamed but no don't be ashamed if you really if you can't talk to anyone else like you don't have a family or friend that you don't want to worry see a pet therapist they're all out there there are so many people you can talk to that will list a bit later but talk to a therapist my therapist has literally helped me out so much she's slowly becoming my best friend like I look forward to I'm like this is what's happening but that's what she's that's what they're there for you know so that's another thing that I would probably suggest because we're all going through so much at the moment not just you or I everyone is going through something so different and you know what if you need to see some, I see a professional for more guidance do it you know? yeah and also, also I guess this is this is the point that I'm trying to make is you know there's different levels of mental health problems you know I'm not sitting here saying that I've got the most severe you know type but yeah. but don't be ashamed if you're not feeling a hundred percent if you're not feeling yourself if you are struggling in whatever way then be open about it because you know it's all different shapes and forms that this comes in and you know get crossing the, the first hurdle and talking about it will really make you feel better 110 percent. but you know so before this happened because obviously it is we're more um like a little bit tense at the moment because what we're going through but before this did you have you always suffered with mental health like what has been why is mental health so important to you obviously besides from this has that have you had any other problems 
Yeah, so I I think I probably always suffered with anxiety and depression. Um, There were times when, you know, I found it really hard as a teenager and and then in my 20s where I'd sort of go through bouts of really bad, dark patches and I'd find it hard to get out of bed. I think I had mild agoraphobia where I couldn't leave the house for a couple of months, but never really addressed it and always tried to to think oh okay well it's you know justify it because this has happened or this has happened and it's a reactive thing but then I where I realized that I did have you know more of a sort of medical problem was that even when things were going really well in my life I would still feel really anxious and maybe so and think oh I'm really going to pay for it later that everything's going well and this sort of sense of impending doom and just like a black cloud you know famously they say the black dog don't they but I've always had that in my mind um also I have sort of a borderline bipolar which now makes a lot of sense that as you know anyone that knows me I'm extremely outgoing Mm -hmm. but then I pay for it if I have, you know, socialise and, and I am the life and soul of the party a lot of times, but then that will exhaust me and I won't be able to sort of talk or, you know, I'll be in a real low place for a couple of days off the back of that because I think I spend, you know, it, spend a lot of energy um, yeah. in perhaps a different way to other people. Um, so it was only about four years ago, three or four years ago, um, when my grandmother died and I, you know, could see myself really falling into a pit of depression, which I didn't want to do because I was adamant that I had to be strong for my mum and for the rest of my family. So I went to the doctor and, you know, just told her everything. And she was great. And that's the thing. These people are there to listen. They're not going to judge you. They're not going to say, sorry, let me just stop you there. I think this is all nonsense. They let you just talk. Getting it out in one go you know, having that like verbal diarrhea of everything you've ever felt just coming. It's such a relief, relief just in itself. Um, So I'm on medication now. I'm on medication now, which has, you know, completely changed my life around. You know, I no longer sort of plummet into real, real deep depression. Um, And just because I'm more aware of it, you know, like anything, and, and the way it was explained to me is yes I'm an asthmatic so I take steroids and Ventolin for my asthma if you're diabetic you take insulin and if you've got you know a chemical imbalance in your mind you have to take medication for it it's as simple as that it's an illness and it should be treated in the same way as any other health condition exactly and I feel like as well like women especially like they put so much pressure on themselves to be okay and be strong. And how you said you always feel some pressure, not pressure, but to be the life of the party. I know exactly what you mean. Cause I'm the funny bubbly girl when as soon as I'm not happy, like if I'm having a low day, like what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. It's like, it's okay not to be okay. And you don't stop putting pressure on yourselves to be happy. And that's exactly what I always do I always am trying to brush off any sort of serious problems I lost a mum when I my mum passed away when I was 16 and I still from this day never saw a therapist about it I just brushed it off never forgot about the situation but brushed it off because it was too I just it was just it's just too hard to comprehend but that was the worst thing I could have ever done because you've got to acknowledge you being upset 
I had a bit of a cry last week to my good old therapist. And she's like, and I was like, I'm sorry. And she's like, why are you apologizing? Never apologize for being upset. You're allowed to be upset. So I just feel like just don't put pressure on yourselves at all to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. I know it sounds so cheesy, but it's so true. And I feel like that would help a lot of people as well. Yeah. And also it's not self-indulgent to feel sad I think that's what I always thought you know it's that sort of stiff upper lip and also if you are a strong character you don't like to appear weak that's certainly how I feel and I'd be like oh god my friends used to always say to me that I never cried never cried during you know uh sad movies I'd never cry over (laughs) boys I'm quite you know hard Mm -hmm. but then I think sometimes the people that do put on that front are actually the weakest and it's all right to be a bit mushy inside. (laughs) Exactly. So what, um, sort of with um, the mental health problems that you've faced with a lot of years, so what advice could you give other people out there and single women out there? So I think the main thing is talk about it. That first hurdle of, you know, the first time you utter the words is the hardest thing you'll do. But from then, from then on, it's going to be much, much easier, you know? Um, So that would be, you know, my number one bit of advice, really. Just tell people. Just talk to people. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Well, I think our generation is definitely changing. Um, And I think that, I don't know if it's for the better or the worse, because I think it's 50, 50. I think that social media has definitely helped people's like for me personally, social media, like WhatsApp, Facebook, I get to communicate with my family and that has helped with my mental health, but it also hasn't because now I'm comparing myself to other people on social media. Now I am 27, but other younger girls out there might not, it might be a bit difficult, but I think the only advice I could give people is don't ever question who you are. Cause I always am like, Oh, maybe I should be a bit more tough. Maybe I should be a bit more like, like stern with people. Like, no, I'm a bit of a softie. I laugh at everything. I love cats. I love, I'm a bit of a dork and that's okay. Never question yourself, you know? And even if you are a bit anxious or a bit like sad, sometimes don't question that or try to change that. That's the biggest advice I can give people. Cause when you try to change yourself and change those thoughts, that is when you it just gets over your head if that makes sense yeah it definitely does so what where can people go for help then bex yeah so in the uk um so people are going through any sort of thing you can just google therapists and stuff but the if you need urgent help there are samaritans i know that you can call them for free so i think that we're going to list them down in the description but it's I think, yeah, so you can call Samaritans or you can also call NHS. There's a yeah. section there where you can talk to um, some like counsellors and stuff. There's also Mind. They also, the website Mind also has tips on their website, which is super cool. And there's a lot of apps as well, like Calm App, which has helped me out so much. Oh, me too. Can we just talk before? I know yes. we're kind of the Calm app is the one. This is so, not sponsored, man, but yes, Calm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, to anyone that doesn't know what Calm app is, first of all, before you start listening to me wittering on, go onto your app store and download it. So Calm app is uh, a mix of sort of uh, well-being, mindfulness, but also sleep 
aids and I think that's what I found the most helpful oh. I struggle with with sleeping I, I've got I mean I'm very jazzy and I've got a tv that comes at the end of my bed <laughs> but the problem, is that, <laughs> the problem is is that I sleep with the telly on all the time I need that to get to sleep which isn't you know very healthy so I thought I'd give this a go and they have they have stories read by people with just absolutely boom voices including Matthew McConaughey that's my favorite Stephen Fry heard about this yeah and they're just stories about nothing the whole point is that you you know you shouldn't ever get to the end of them but I've been having the deepest best sleep not getting up for a wee you know not tossing and turning um so yeah that would be my actually my number one tip to get through lockdown is calm and who wouldn't want to go like literal sleep with Matthew Mahonahay his last name is no that's amazing (laughs) but we'll list down all of these in the description and and yeah well thanks for listening and again it's okay not to be okay i know i sound bloody cheesy like this is the biggest cheese ball ever you are a bit cheesy though Rebecca. i am a bit cheesy and i like a good cheese be yourself yes exactly exactly well mental health awareness week i feel like i know it's just one week but it's not gonna go away and it's okay to not be okay have you got any other final words I don't know I'm talking about no. freaking Dave, what's his name? David Edinburgh all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hope everyone stays safe and well and safe at home. Lots of love.